Hey, Shepherd family, this is Pastor Scott Seidler. I get to join you today to bring the message for our digital worship service. Now, over these opening months of the fall, September and October, on our Shea campus, I've been leading a study in the great New Testament book of Acts. And as we've been going through that, it has been a wonderful opportunity to uh, catch a glimpse of what I'll call the adolescent church. A church filled with vigor and energy, a sense of adventure, a confidence that flows from knowing the Lord Jesus Christ and being empowered by his Holy Spirit. It has been a great study. And you can certainly go on our website and view those messages over the course of the months of September and October 2023. Today what I'd like to do in this opportunity through digital worship is to share with you uh, kind of a, a little repackage of my opening message, and that is a study of Acts chapter 1, where we are invited to consider this question, how would you, how would you name or title this so-called book of Acts if you had the opportunity to read through it and kind of accent those themes and topics which are most compelling or impressive for you. Let me first read from Acts chapter 1, and then we'll get into a little fun conversation around some alternate titles for the book of Acts today. And before we even get there, would you bow your hearts and heads with me in prayer? Dear God, bless us as we open your word. Teach us, O oh God, to open our hearts to the great adventure which is Christian ministry in this crazy world of ours. Give us confidence, hope, vigor, and a sense of your sustaining grace through it all. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. From Acts chapter 1, uh, when they met together, they asked him, Lord, the disciples, Lord Jesus, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And with those words, Jesus set his disciples free. He would empower them by the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. He would wow them through miraculous powers they were able to place upon those who were lame or blind or demon-possessed. The Lord Jesus Christ set the disciples free. And to put it in a way that's maybe a little more Midwestern, as is my culture from which I came, they went hog wild. That's how excited and that's how um, visionary they were as they went out into this world of ministry that Jesus Christ was preparing for them. Now, it raises the question, we call this the book of Acts because it is a record of a series of actions the apostles did. Peter, James, John, the apostle Paul, Barnabas, others. So that is why we call this book the Acts or the actions of the apostles. But, you know, as I've read through this book repeatedly in these later years of my ministry, I've come to realize that we have a lot more options uh, than just the book of Acts. For instance, I might name this book, justifiably, the book of the Holy Spirit, because the apostles were simply vessels 
for a greater spiritual power that was at work in this world and through them with the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the book of the Holy Spirit is actually a record of the ways in which the Holy Spirit miraculously moved in order to accomplish the ministry in progressively, incrementally larger concentric circles. Jerusalem, just the city, Judea, the county in which Jerusalem is located, Samaria, which would be kind of like the region, and then, well, go to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit was working in and through all of those incremental expansions of the ministry. And it's a reminder for me today that that same Holy Spirit is working in shepherd's ministry, is working in your home, in your apartment complex, in your condominium unit, in order to make a difference in the lives of people with whom you have daily interaction. So know this, that this book of the Holy Spirit didn't just end after 28 chapters. It continues with you as well. I might also call this the book of next steps. Because at the end of the day, there was always a next step. Through all the sermons that are preached, there is always an invitation at the end of every sermon, therefore, because of what you have seen and heard, repent. Repentance, change, transformation is always the necessary second step that goes with faith in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ and his resurrection. It's a reminder for me and for you, even to this day, that every day we wake up, in the words of Martin Luther, it is an opportunity for us to daily drown the old Adam of our sinful nature, to put that aside, and to pick up the new Adam, which is our new regenerated life in Christ. So get after that. And realize that the book of Acts, in its call upon believers back then, some 2,000 years ago, is still enacting upon us that same call to repent, to change, to be transformed. A third option. I might call this the book of the resurrection. You know, it's an amazing thing. In Protestant Christianity, we put such a huge accent on the cross. You may be wearing one right now. You may have one somewhere in your house. You may be one that even goes so far as to collect them in all of their multidimensional splendor in order to remind yourself that Jesus Christ in his love went to the cross to die in our place for the guilt of our sins, which we justly owed to God. Interestingly, in the book of Acts, the cross is virtually non-existent. It's not that Good Friday is irrelevant or uh, doesn't matter. It's that the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ is what bubbles to the surface in most every aspect of preaching and teaching through the whole 28 chapters. For whatever reason, Paul, James, Peter, John, they saw the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ as the fulcrum of our faith upon which the lever of mission was balanced. And I want you to remember that as well. 
we certainly bear guilt and shame because of our sins. We may have led a life of habitual transgression and, and faithlessness against God. We may find ourselves in a place where we feel shame and sadness and remorse for maybe a season of wickedness from our earlier years. And God certainly forgives us for the sake of Jesus Christ. The blood of Christ covers over a multitude of our sins, that's for sure. But it is the resurrection of Jesus Christ that vindicates Good Friday as being effective. And for that reason, for that reason, the book of Acts could justifiably be called the book of the resurrection because through it, Paul, Peter, James, John, Barnabas, the entire uh, word in the book of Acts throws a special spotlight onto the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ultimately, though, I want to remind you of this. While it may be called the book of the Holy Spirit, the book of the resurrection, the book of, um, of next steps, ultimately what matters is what you are going to title this book. As you would read its pages, just take an hour of your life and read 28 chapters of the book of Acts. It doesn't take long, but you will, by the power of the Holy Spirit, make note of a story, a teaching, a trajectory, and that will make a difference in your life, if only for this momentary season, maybe a week or a little bit more. But the book of Acts is meant for you, just as it's meant for me. This adolescent church is meant for us so that we don't grow cantankerous and set in our ways and unbending or unmoving. We don't want to compromise our faith, but we certainly want to be agile and flexible and pliable enough to be all things to all people so that, as Paul says, by every possible means, I may save some. Who are you going to bring with you to heaven? What do you need to learn today in order to have a better chance of making a difference tomorrow? The book of Acts has every possibility of being your instructor, your teacher, your guide. So make it your own. Give it your own title. And as you do that, remember the Lord Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, by which the power of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, the book of you, is unleashed on the world to the glory of God. Thanks for letting me join you today. Get after the book of Acts and get after the mission of the gospel. It is a privilege to share that mission with you here at Shepherd.